this NFL Week 4 Thursday Night Football Edition of the the propcast on the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without stress. Use promo code CFBX on your first purchase. Save $20. Download the Game Time <clears throat> app and use promo code CFBX. Roster brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL and win up to 20 times your money in one game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus. Of up to $500. Roster brought to you by VSIN. Sign up now and save 40% off with their football season special when you use promo code SGP. Visit slash subscribe using promo code SGP. And finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. Start and start making smarter bets today. Welcome, everyone, to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, September the 27th, currently 2.03 on the East Coast. Here to get into our NFL Week 4 Thursday night football player props. It is going to be a battle of the NFC North, the Detroit Lions. They are headed to Wisconsin to Lambeau Field to take on the Green Bay Packers. And we'll do it as we usually do here. We'll give our player props, some touchdown props. And as always, we'll give out our best bets uh, for the Thursday night football game for our player props. Joining me. Here to help me break it all down, you guys know him as the motorsports king himself, the hardest working man in the sports betting industry. It's Rod Via Gomez. Rod, how's it going, my friend? It is going wonderful. I am excited and ready for this NFC. Surprisingly interesting NFC North showdown. Both these guys, two and one. I think I, I have to go back and listen to what we talked about as far as the Packers were concerned, but I'm not sure I expected them to jump out to a two and one start. So, um, Pretty excited to see how this one turns out. Of course, the Lions, they're bringing their brand of excitement. So this should actually be a decent Thursday night football matchup. Yeah, I mean, the Lions is also uh, indicative of that. Uh, I currently see it's like one and a half in favor of the Detroit Lions. So expecting this one to come down to the wire uh, between these two teams. I believe the winner should be in or oh, well, will be in first place because the Vikings are winless and so are the Bears. So a uh, huge game for both of these uh, teams as far as division uh, implications go early on in the season here. Also joining us, he got so got the uh, hardest working man as well in the sports betting industry, absolutely crushing it in the WNBA playoffs and also the WNBA. And right around the corner, the NBA season. So my, myself and Chris, we're going to be rocking for the prop cast uh, for the NBA season as well. He's already rubbing his hands. I'm excited too, my man. Chris, how's it going this Wednesday afternoon, my friend? How you doing? What's going on, you know? What's up, Rod? Excited to be here. Uh, like Rod said, I think that, um, you know, overall the the uh, the matchup for tomorrow is a pretty good matchup. Divisional games are always pretty good anyway, especially when you get them on in, in primetime spots. So we got a Thursday game. It would be a little more compelling. I'd, I'd be a little more excited about, you know, giving out a, 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 a few plays if, if we could get a clean injury report. I feel like that's been affecting <laughs> it's been affecting our, yeah. our records here when we try to do the show and we're just kind of, you know, kind of guessing at who's going to play. And those one pl- that one player or, you know, those few players typically – 
tend to have a huge impact, especially when they're starters uh, in their skill position players. So, uh, nevertheless, still here to break it down and, you know, give out the insight, hopefully give out some winners. I think collectively we did really good last week. Uh, so hopefully we can get into it and do it all over again, you know. Yeah, last week before we wrapped up our weekend show, uh, I told you guys our teams were combined five and uh, I think I said five and one uh, or so five and three. Um, and lo and behold, my Texans, they got it done. They got on the winning side. So we're, hey, we all, all of our teams at least have a win uh, on the regular season. I'm expecting my team to be at the bottom, but hey, when it comes to playing in Jacksonville, this team does definitely get it done. So they were, they got a, a 20 point victory there down in Jacksonville after being a, depending on the number that you, if you did bet this game, eight and a half to around, I think it closed around seven, seven and a half, I want to say. But um, yeah, just wanted to mention that because I was getting laughed at. But hey, the Texans got it done. Um, yeah, like you guys mentioned, this should be a fun matchup. Uh, it's it's close on the line as well. Like I mentioned, it's around minus one, minus one and a half in favor of the Lions here. But um, I think we did have a pretty good weekend as well as for our player props win. I think, uh, again, Tank Dell, I'm going to have to buy his jersey because he cashed another touchdown prop for me last Sunday with uh, against the Jaguars at plus 390. But, uh, Rod, how did Sunday turn out for you, my friend? Uh, I mean, look, Sunday was Sunday was Sunday. Honestly, I, I was not very thrilled about uh, my my uh, picks for that one. And, and I think Thursday night I did much better because, of course, I'm very much familiar with the 49ers. So it was a little easier for me to uh, to get that done. But uh, as far as week three, Mac Jones over 31 and a half passing attempts. I think he threw 31. So that yeah. was a little bit. Uh, Bijan Robin didn't even get going. Like I had him over 15 and 14 and a half carries didn't get him going. Chase Young did get the sack. That was money. Uh, and then Romeo Dobbs did score the touchdown. So um, those were, those were the two positives, but the other two were just like, meh. I mean, look, you got hooked on, on, on the Mac Jones one. I think a lot of people were on that over on his passing attempts, but um yeah, it's just unfortunate when you get, when you lose, I'm okay. If I lose like, a touchdown prop, I like, like a three to five like stat line but when you get hooked man it just it goes for making your day uh being in the black or, or being in the red real quick so that it's unfortunate but we'll turn it around uh starting this uh week for on thursday night football chris how did sunday turn out to uh for you my friend man i'm i'm, I'm gonna just whisper it you know if i don't want to say it too loud but it was good it was all right it was it was a real good day you know we we i know we talked about uh even after i got off we talked about a couple extra props so um, I want to say five and two um, was was the props that I gave out. And CJ Stroud didn't even go over his pass attempts at 33 and a half because yeah. Jacksonville couldn't score the ball. So they were just running. And that was yeah. really weird. But uh, yeah, so that was one of the ones that we that I didn't hit. Zay Flowers finished uh, half a, a yard short, I had him at 49 and a half. And uh, he finished with 48. So <laughs> that, was, that was a tough one, too. But a lot of winners. Hopefully we can repeat that and do it all over again. You know? Yeah, I know uh, towards the end of the show, we were talking about Deshaun Watson, that uh, it was, you know, that this week he had to step up uh, for this uh, Cleveland Browns offense, especially after the uh, the, the starts that he had in the first two weeks uh, against the Bengals and the Steelers. And, you know, I'm not going to take a lot away from week one because, you know, we talked about how the weather uh, was really influencing that game in Cleveland in week one. But and we talked about it, that the Titans secondary and their past defense is just not very good. And if this is week, and if I'm sorry, so going back to last week, I said we said that if Deshaun Watson wasn't able to take advantage of that, that Cleveland Browns may be in a little bit of trouble here. But he rose to the occasion. He had a really good day, uh, his best start of the season. 
as far as the first three weeks go. So I think something that we'll may have to consider is uh, taking a look at uh, quarterbacks and their success against this Titans secondary until they are able to figure it out. I went back and looked. The three quarterbacks that the Titans have faced, um, each of those three quarterbacks have thrown a long completion of at least 40 yards. So uh, we'll talk about, I'll expand more of this on the, when we do the weekend uh, props there as far as long as completion. But I think that's something uh, worth noting. Uh, for the um, for what we at least talked about on the last pod uh, for the uh, week three Sunday games. But, gentlemen, before we dive into the Thursday night football player props here, let me tell everyone about game time. Look, uh, baseball season, this is the last week of the regular season, and then playoffs are going to be ramping up. We're in the midst of uh, NFL season as well as college football. Um, and you want to get out to the ballpark, you want to get out to the stadium, and you want to get out to the field and – you want to support your local team. Take the stress away from having to buy tickets and get excited for the fun that you're going to have. So late game time, take care of all the stress that comes with buying tickets. They make it so easy. It's fast and easy to buy tickets for all sports, but not only sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets at their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you're going to have. They have some great flash deals and last-minute tickets, easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. And the best part I love about their app is that you get an image of your seat uh, when you're before you purchase the tickets um, for that specific event. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. They get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, and theater, and much more. The game time guarantee means you're going to get the best price. And if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. That's how confident they are in their prices so get images of your seat before you buy them like i mentioned so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive buy tickets in a matter of seconds two taps and you're all set the tickets are sent directly to your phone in the game time app you never have to haggle through going through your email or also your mailbox no they're right there in that game time app so snag the tickets without stress with game time all you gotta do is download the game time app create an account and use promo code cfbx for 20 dollars off your first purchase Terms apply again. Create an account and redeem code CFBX for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time app. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And roster brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. You can win up to twenty times your money in a single game by going five four five. From now until October fourth, Underdog is matching one hundred percent of your first deposits of up to five hundred dollars. That's right, five hundred dollars. They also are giving away hundred thousand dollars on Sundays. Uh, with their new promo that they're running. So a total of 2 million in prizes all season long, 100K in prizes this week, and $10,000 to 10 people this week. New new sweepstake every week for the NFL season. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or their website at underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy using promo code SGPN. P.N. All right, gentlemen, let's get into our player props here for the Thursday night football game between the Lions and the Packers. Uh, Chris, why don't you lead us off, my friend? Let's do it. So uh, let's start with the quarterback. I'm looking at Mr. Love, Mr. Jordan Love. Uh, let, let's preface all of our player props. I'll just go ahead and put this out for, for, for everyone that's listening. You know, this will be something for, for yourself and Rod as well. Uh, so going through the injury report, like we kind of talked about, right? Like a lot yeah. of things kind of depend on what we what we're looking at. Uh, Lions are optimistic. Dan Campbell did come out and said they're optimistic that David Montgomery is going to play. So we don't have we don't have any rush props right now other than Jordan Love. Um, also, Christian Watson with that hamstring said that he'll play. 
Uh, yeah. Even though the coach said that it wasn't 100% confirmed quite yet, they're going to kind of test them out. Uh, so Love might have that 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 shiny new toy that will kind of go in with this prop. And then Aaron Jones as well. Um, hamstring, questionable, not 100% sure, cautiously optimistic is what the, what the quote said. So just kind of wanted to put that out first and foremost. But for Jordan Love specifically, I like his pass attempts to go over. 32 and a half is the number. It was minus 110 earlier when I looked at it on bet 365. I think you still can get the minus 110 over at a – at uh, DraftKings, I want to say. So it's just, a uh, you know, what the Lions defense do. They force you into passing the ball. They have a really good rush defense. In three games, teams have actually passed the ball 118 times against the Lions. That's 39 times per game. And they've rushed just 68 times. Mahomes in week one, 39 times. Geno Smith in week two, even though that game went to overtime, 41 times. Uh, and then Desmond Ritter, of all people, we we missed this one last week, you know, from Rod. I can't believe we did. Career high, season high, 38 times for Mr. Ritter last week. And, uh, you know, in his first game of the season at home, uh, you know, versus a top 10 rush defense, uh, he's actually he's actually faced t- two so far, that being the New, the New Orleans Saints. He actually had 44 pass attempts in that game as well. Uh, you look at the Lions, their, po- their opponents are actually passing the ball nearly 65% of their plays, which is the third most. Um, Forty to- they, Their opponents are actually um, passing 40 times per game, which ranks sixth. So all of those numbers just tell me that game script probably as well. I do kind of expect that. Like I said, the injury report, not 100% sure. Um, just 22% also of the rush attempts against the Detroit Lions have actually gained five or more yards. So without Aaron Jones being there, if he's not able to play, that's going to make it a whole lot harder for them to be able to move the ball on the ground. Um, Detroit's allowing the fifth fewest rush yards. I kind of talked about that at 72 per game, just 3.2 yards per carry, uh, which is the fifth fewest in both of those categories. So give me Jordan Love to actually go out here and have to sling that thing down the field and pick up some completions for his team to score some points, uh, you know, off and rock. Yeah, I mean, look, we talk about this uh, Lions secondary, and I think we we talked about it when we were doing the uh, division previews for our player props, that we expected another season where this secondary was not going to be very good. I know, unfortunately, for uh, the uh, Falcons last week, they weren't able to take advantage of that just because I think Desmond Ritter was a quarterback. But like you mentioned, they got over the he got over his past attempts because, you know, when you face his Lions team that, yeah, their front seven is going to be pretty good, but their weakness has been in the secondary. So I think that if Matt LaFleur is able to recognize that, which I think he will because he's a really good head coach, I do expect Jordan Love to throw the to, to sling the ball around. And even if Christian Watson plays 25 50% of the snaps, I think that's going to still open up opportunities for the other guys that they have on this roster, whether it's guys like you know Romeo Dobbs, like we've talked about, um, uh, uh, Luke Musgrave, uh, even if Aaron Jones does play, I think he's a great pass catching running back as well, uh, along with AJ Dillon out there as well. So I think they have enough weapons uh, for him to sling this ball around against his line secondary. Rod, thoughts on uh, Jordan Love here? Yeah, and it, this is even especially good if if Aaron or Aaron Jones does miss this game because really AJ Dillon's only averaging two point seven yards per carry, and there's no right. way they're going to want to keep handing the ball off to a guy that's not going to get even three yards per carry. So. Um, I, I definitely agree with you on this one. It's it's tough for anybody to to run the ball against the Lions, let alone with a guy that is barely getting any yards when you do give him the ball. So, uh, yeah, I think Love's going to have to throw this quite a bit. Breaking news, Chris, NBA, Damian Lillard. I just saw the that. Milwaukee the Bucks. Bucks. Wow. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. That's what insane. is going on? Oh my God. All right. Sorry for that. Uh, Rod, take us over to player prop number one. Uh, well, I'll stick with Jordan Love, but I will take his interceptions. Uh, it's obviously at 0.5, right? So just a half an interception. He's either he throws one or he doesn't. I don't think he's going to throw one uh, this week. And that's at plus 110 over on DraftKings. Look, Jordan Love has not thrown but one interception all season long. Um, and he threw that one last week. So that was a tough one for him, but he threw it against the Saints, who a little bit better of a defense, I think, in my opinion, and played them a lot closer, obviously. Than, than the Lions, <clears throat> but the Lions picked off Patrick Mahomes, haven't done anything since. So that secondary, while they are getting thrown on quite a bit, they're not intercepting the ball. And Jordan Love, as we know, with quarterbacks that are mobile, don't tend to try to take too many risks down the field. They'll tuck it and run if, if that's how that happens. And he's done that a few times, actually, uh, has Jordan Love, because he, does, he did have nine attempts last week for 39 yards, a couple of attempts to try to get out of it for 23 the week before, and then three for 12 uh, the, the first week against the Bears. So Jordan Love actually is taking care of the ball this season, which is something that I don't know if you expected him to or not because he's not necessarily a young quarterback, but obviously he's getting his first his first go at it for real this season. And so far, it seems like he's really wanting to not make mistakes. And so I think that's going to play into his hands. And like I said, the Lions haven't been able to, as much as they've been thrown on that Chris has laid out, they're not really making a lot of plays on the ball. So, it, I mean, I'm, I'm saying that it's not even going to be an issue this week either. I don't think Jordan Love's going to throw an interception. So at plus 110, um, I like the Love under 0.5 interceptions this week. Yeah, I mean, you talk about Jordan Love. I think that he's been very smart with the football. And I, I think it goes back to coaching as well, right? Like, I don't think that Matt LaFleur gets a lot of credit for what he's been able to do. I mean, I know he had Aaron Rodgers for – you know, the, what, the two, three seasons uh, when he did get hired as a Packers head coach and they were in double-digit wins for all those seasons. But um, I think a lot of the um, the credit, at least early on this season, the success that <clears throat> the Packers are having. And I think that, you know, we talk about this with Brock Purdy and Kyle Shanahan is that he's putting them in the right situations. I think Matt LaFleur is doing the exact same thing with Jordan Love. So, I, again, we talked about this. It does... I'm not, I'm not a fan of this uh, of this defense uh, for um, of the Detroit Lions in the secondary. So I'm with you. I, I'm gonna. I, I, I think that again, Jordan Love. I think he's gonna have a good game in this game. Um, so I'm with you. I don't think that at plus odds. I, I'm I'm right there with you. Uh, Chris, thoughts on 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 Jordan Love not to throw interception here? Yeah, I mean, I think Rod laid it out well. I like what you mentioned as well. You know, I I just think that uh, in this matchup specifically. Because we don't know, he could have Aaron Jones back there as well. <laughs> like that would take a, you know, a huge load off of what what we're, you know, what they're expecting him to do. Also, so um, a lot of, you know, kind of question marks right now. But um, I wouldn't play him to throw an interception. So I, I would agree with Rod in this spot. All right, before we get over to my first player prop uh, for this Thursday night football game, let me tell everyone about a uh, Veasan. We're brought to you by Veasan. Sign up now. And save forty percent off a foot, forty uh, percent off football season special when you use promo code SGP. Uh, visit vsin.com slash subscribe and produce promo code SGP. Sean and Ryan are in a contest going head to head with other Vsin shows to see to see who sells the most subscriptions. The winning show gets a thousand dollars Super Bowl future. The best part is Sean and Ryan are going to cut you in on the prize if they win. So all you got to do. 
Step one, go to vcin.com slash subscribe and use promo code SGP to sign up. Step two, go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash vcin to submit your proof of purchase. If they win, they'll get to vote on what team to use the $1,000 Super Bowl future on. And if it hits, you'll get an equal piece of the action. So go to vcin.com slash subscribe and use promo code SGP then sport, and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash vcin to submit. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which players and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, gentlemen, let me take you over to my first player prop here, and I'll go over to the other quarterback, and I am going to uh, go with Jared Goff. I'm going to take... Take the under on his passing yards for this upcoming um, game on Thursday night. That number right now, I'm currently got it at 257 and a half. Uh, let me see if that is still there. Uh, let's see here. Um, yeah, I see a 257 and a half still out there for Mr. Jared Goff. So let me start with this. Um, Jared Goff, number one, he's playing on the road. He's going into prime time, and that's something, number one, I don't trust with uh, Jared Goff, right? But he's played in five career games against the Green Bay Packers, and the only time he's gone over this projection uh, was back in his rookie year when he was with the then the Los Angeles Rams. Um, and he, in that game, I believe, was he threw for 296 yards. But since he joined uh, the uh, Detroit Lions, he's faced his Packers team four times uh, in his career. And in those four games against the Packers, uh, I'm going to quickly read off the passing yards in those games here as, uh, as I pull it up here. So in those four games, uh, 137, uh, two, sorry, 224, 137, 238, 246. And like I mentioned, the only time he did get over this number was when he was with Sean McVay uh, and the LA Rams uh, in that offense. Uh, that number updated right now is at 250 and a half now. So again, the money has come in on the under, but I still love it. I think this is going to be a game where number one, uh, I think the Lions offense is going to struggle a little bit. I think they're going to have to rely on their running game here in this game. But you take a look at the quarterback that have also faced this Packers secondary this season. It's been three, uh, three, three teams, right? And I know that it hasn't been the greatest quarterback competition. It's been Justin Fields. It's been Desmond Ritter. And it's been a combination of Derek Carr and Jameis Winston because last week we saw Derek Carr get injured and he left the game for the uh, New Orleans Saints. But Justin Fields, 216 passing yards. Desmond Ritter, 237. And then, uh, um, I'm sorry, um, Jameis Winston and Derek Carr combined for 204 yards. So we talked about this uh, Packers defense. They're one of the top, I think they're top five defense. Their front seven has been strong uh, and that their secondary has stepped up to the occasion, at least over the first three weeks. 
I think Jared Goff will continue to struggle in this game. I'm going to go the updated number. I still like it at under 250 and a half in this game here, Rod. You know, and if he gets Montgomery back, that's obviously a giant weapon for him too because we know that Montgomery has really set himself apart now as the the number one. And look, even if not, Jameer Gibbs is not that bad either. I mean, he's about four and a half yards per carry for him uh, as, a, as a rookie. So, I mean, they got a pretty stout running game and they had De- uh, Swift last season too. So they've, they've had a good running game, which is why Jared Goff hasn't needed to throw all that much. So um, yeah, if they lean on him, then, then I think we're all good on that. Uh, Rod, take us over to player prop number two, my friend. Uh, all right. Well, then uh, I will actually go to that running game. I will take uh, Jameer Gibbs. All right. Uh, on BetMGM, they've got a prop for his first carry, and they're setting the yardage of his first carry at three and a half. I'm going to take the over on this one. This is at minus 105 for Jameer Gibbs' first carry to go at least four yards. Like I said, He's got 4.7 yards per carry in his career right now. Last week, he had 80 yards on 17 carries. When he touches the ball, he's just explosive. And I will say that if David Montgomery does end up starting this game, that will give Jameer Gibbs even all the more opportunity to get over four yards on his first carry because Montgomery's going to probably beat them pretty, pretty solid for however long it takes for Jameer Gibbs to get in the game. And at that point, all Gibbs has to do is just explode through that line uh, and, and be able to get through to him because again, he's such an explosive player, right? And we've seen this form from him already this season. And when you, when you watch him run, he runs straight forward. He doesn't try to dance around. He just tries to pound through and, and get the yardage. So, uh, for Jameer Gibbs, like I said, I, I think his first carry, and in fact, his first carry last, uh, last week was for five yards. So, I mean, that, that more than clears this prop by a yard and a half. Um, I'm not saying that he's going to bust it loose for a 50 yard touchdown, but if all we're asking him to do is get four yards on a carry, you know, all you got to do is just kind of fall forward at this point and get it. So uh, I like Jameer Gibbs for his first carry to go over three and a half yards minus 105. You can find that on bet MGM. Chris thoughts on uh, Jameer Gibbs here for his first uh, rush attempt to be over three and a half. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. I I think the point that Rob mentioned about even if they get Montgomery back, then he gets his first carry will be like not the first carry of the game, right? So then you get a defense that you know that's that's worn down a tad bit. And if you've been watching like how they've been utilizing that that backfield, of course Gibbs got a lot more carries last week because Montgomery wasn't there. But uh, Montgomery's been getting a, a bulk load. I know Rob mentioned it at the beginning of the show, but Montgomery's been getting a bulk load. Like he is the lead back, and we I think coming into the season, I know when we did the did the first show. When they were playing against the Chiefs, I, I took his receptions over because I thought he was going to be out there a little bit more and they were going to need him, but they didn't. So I like the idea of him, you know, playing and getting, uh, you know, maybe a, a little bit more of a fatigue defense than than uh, you know than what Montgomery will see if he if he's the starting back. Uh, Chris, over to player problem number two, my friend. What do you got? All right, so I am going receiver, and this one is a, a tad bit of a you know if then maybe, but I like I like uh, Musgrave. Uh, Luke Musgrave, I like his receptions. They're sitting at three and a half. It's actually plus money on Bet365 right now. And the reason why it's plus money is because Christian Watson says that he'll play. We'll we'll see what that looks like. But even if he does play, I do think that this is a number. Um, just based on what we talked about with, with uh, you know, how the Packers are going to have to pass the ball. Um, I think, you know, I gave out those numbers. Teams are passing 65% against them so far this season. Uh, the Lions actually gave up. They give up. um 
the uh, they gave up four catches for 56 yards versus the Seahawks when they played against Noah Font. Last week, um, Kyle Pitts, five receptions for 41 yards. In week one, Mahomes, of course, didn't have Travis Kelsey, but even Noah Gray had th- caught three passes for 31 yards in that, in that spot as well. Um, overall, you just look at opposing quarterbacks, they've actually targeted their tight end 36 times against the Lions, which is the most in the league. Uh, and they've given up 35 catches for, I'm sorry, 25 catches for 263 yards, which is also the most in both of those categories as well. You look at three weeks in for Musgrave, he's actually third in targets for Love for Love in his wide receiving core. Uh, and he's actually tied in, rece- he's tied for first in receptions. Um, and he's also he also has the highest target reception conversion percentage on the team as well because he's he actually has 11 uh, he caught 11 of those I want to say 15 reception uh, 15 targets that 15 times that he's been targeted uh, and his 11 receptions are actually 10th most in the NFL as well so I like uh, I like Musgrave just based on matchup here you know right. Yeah, I think uh, this kind of goes into mine as well because I have Luke Musgrave going over his uh, receiving yards in this game, and it ties into how bad the Lions' offense, I'm sorry, their defense, has been against that tight end position. So if you kind of take a look, and I know you uh, mentioned it about the receptions and the um, you know number of yards uh, that the tight end, or sorry, the defense has given up um, to the tight end position, have the Lions' defense, and I'll quickly round out those numbers off. So. Uh, first week, <clears throat> the Lions obviously played the Chiefs, so that was without uh, Travis Kelsey, right? But the combination of Blake Bell and Noah uh, Noah Gray ended up with five receptions and 43 total yards uh, between those two guys. I think what really stood out to me about how bad the tight ends defense, or sorry, the Lions defense has been against the tight end position, we go back to week two against the Seahawks. Noah Fount, four receptions, 56 yards. Uh, Kobe Parkinson, two receptions, 41 yards. And Will Disley, three receptions, 35 yards in that overtime game. And then last week against the Lions, uh, both Kyle Pitts and Johnny Smith, five receptions each, uh, 41 yards receiving for Kyle Pitts and 37 for Johnny Smith. So I think this might be the game we'll, we'll see Luke Musgrave be involved more in the offense. Again, this kind of goes back to what I've been talking about on the propcast for this season and last season about how Arizona Cardinals are really bad against the tight end position. I think the Detroit Lions are also entering that territory uh, for uh, for the tight end position defense. So currently that number right now for Luke Musgrave is at 36 and a half at minus 125. So definitely shop around. That's currently over on DraftKings. Um, but I'm sure you'll find a, 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 a book that has it for less juice, uh, maybe for even so less yardage. But again, 36 and a half. I, I think this is a game where Luke Musgrave can definitely get into uh, the 50-yard range as far as receiving. Now, again, kind of just goes in hand-to-hand with Chris just mentioned about him liking the over on his receptions uh, for this game. Rod, thoughts on Luke Musgrave for this uh, uh, prop? It goes hand-in-hand with my next prop as well, so I'll just get Take right away. Mine. Yeah. Uh, so you talk about Musgrave getting over his. Well, Laporta actually is uh, paired with him, so Musgrave and Laporta together to have more or uh, 125 or more yards receiving. This is at plus 225. That's together. Ooh. That's together. So you can find that on DraftKings. If either one of, or if both of them go over 125, they don't have to go over. They could just hit 125. So if you expect Musgrave to go over, I definitely think Laporta can can get somewhere in the vicinity of where he got last week. And that's 84 yards uh, on eight catches. They're getting him involved, man. They're getting him involved in ways that 
everybody's hyped about. The whole fantasy football world is is ablaze with Laporta. And for good reason, too. Uh, you look at what tight ends have done against the Packers. Cole Komet caught five passes for 44 yards. Uh, Jonu Smith caught four catches for 47 yards. And these guys aren't even on the level that Laporta's at right now. And they're not being targeted nearly as much as the Lions are starting to get him involved. So um, really, again, all these guys have to do is just split the half of it. And, and I actually think that if uh, Laporta can get three-fourths of it, then I think that Musgrave could get the other half. You guys already laid out exactly the stats for uh, Musgrave. But overall, uh, Laporta's got 18 catches on the season for 186 yards, 84 last week, 63 the week before. Started out with 39 against the Chiefs, but obviously that was his very first game. But he still caught all five of his targets uh, for those 39 yards as well. I just think that the Lions are slowly starting to move toward him. I mean, they had Hawkinson for so long so they know what it's like to have that high end tight end right and he's just sort of sliding into that Hawkinson role and as of last week pretty much excelling at it so I think they're going to be able to trust him a little bit more I think that 80 yards for him is not out of their own possibility which only leaves uh 45 yards for Musgrave to get to to finish off this prop so I think that if you think he's going to go over his 36 I think 45 is doable for Musgrave. I think 80 is doable for Laporta. So uh, yeah, give me, give me that combo for plus 220 over on DK Laporta and uh, Musgrave to, to hit at least 125 yards or more. I wouldn't be surprised if even Luke Musgrave gets into the range of 50 yards here. I think this, thir- like we talked about, 36 half is a conservative. So, um, I mean, you mentioned last week he had a, a fantastic game, a season high in all three, ca- <clears throat> oh, sorry, all three categories, receptions, Targets and yards uh, for um, Sam Laporta, eight receptions on 11 targets, 84 yards, and he also scored his first touchdown of the season for the um, Detroit Lions. And I'm quickly trying to see here um, if the Falcons defense is also bad against the uh, tight end position here. But I, I think, yeah, they're, I think they're, they're right above, uh, they're below league average, I should say, as far as defending the tight end position. But, um, yeah, I think this is going to be one of those games where we see the tight ends excel, man. I know the tight end position, when we talk about it, the the names that come to mind are Travis Kelsey. We talk about the George Kittles of the world, Darren Waller when he's healthy, uh, Mark Andrews. But there's a new wave of, of of tight ends coming through. And again, Sam Laporta and Luke Musgrave are, are, are going to be, the, I think, the stars of the future, at least at the tight end position. So uh, I can, well, yeah, 100% back this. I was on with Sean and Ryan uh, on the Mothership show. And we talked about giving out a DJ and parlay. And the one I gave out was both of these tight ends um, to have 50 plus receiving yards and to find the end zone. Anytime that came out to around 22 to one. So that kind of, you know, leads into your uh, prop of them having a uh, big nights here as far as receiving props. Uh, player prop number three. Now, Chris, go for it. Player there. Prop number three. Uh, so I'm going to say Brown. I think I'm going to go on his. I think I'm going to go with his under. Under 65 and a half, I'm sorry, not 65, 6.5 reception. So just him not to catch seven passes in this game. We already kind of talked about how we think the Lions will be playing. Well, I talked about how I think the Lions will be playing from out front in this game. Um, and that maybe they maybe they aren't, but I, I think that they'll I think they'll they'll be playing from from out front. You also just look at how much uh you know I expect them to be able to run the ball and and actually like do it consistently. I know they'll be on the road. 
I know that the Green Bay Packers defense typically plays a little bit better at stopping the run, even though they are bottom five. But I just don't think this will be a like one of Amaras Brent St. Brown's biggest games of the season. I don't think that he'll need to have seven receptions in this game. Uh, this is juice that a lot of a lot of books uh, the under is. But I actually found it at minus one fifteen over on points bet. Uh, he hasn't caught seven passes so far this season. Uh, the Packers have only given up uh, seven receptions one time, and that was to I want to say Chris Olave in Week Two. Um, so I think that they typically don't give up that many receptions because if you can run the ball, then you just run the ball, right? There's no need yeah. to, to, you know, it, it, we might see Amarase Brown looking like uh, the Eagles when they were just running the ball religiously. And we saw Smith on the sideline kind of pouting to, to, uh, to uh, yeah. what's his name? Um, uh, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Yeah, there we go. So yeah, I like I like the under on his receptions. Uh, you know, yeah. under six and a half minus one fifteen. Yeah, so we talk about the Green Bay Packers uh, 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 defense here against uh, the wide re- wide receiver position in particular, and they're six best uh, against the tight end position. Uh, sorry, the uh, wide receiver position. They're only allowing ten point three yards uh, per game as far as receptions go to the wide receiver position, and they're only allowing 124.3 yards uh, against uh, the t- uh, sorry the uh, wide receiver position uh, are the Packers' defense. And I know you mentioned, you know, he's only gone over this uh, number in one game so far this season, which was last week against the Atlanta uh, Falcons. He had nine receptions, but other than that, six in a very high-scoring game against the Seattle uh, Seahawks. He had six against the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. So I I feel like he's more of a yardage guy uh, than a reception monster because now Jared Goff, Goff has other options as well where he, where he can pass the ball to. And uh, just for a reference, um, Omarot St. Brown has played the Packers four times in his career. Uh, he's only gone over this projection of six and a half just once where he had eight receptions. But other than that, uh, three receptions, four receptions, and six receptions in those other three games for him against the Packers. So uh, definitely can get behind that for sure. Uh, Rod, thoughts on uh, Amarate Brown here? Yeah, again, when, you, when you're taking deep shots to a guy, they don't necessarily get a lot of receptions. They just get a lot of deep shots, and that's where their yardage comes from. So uh, I like it. And then, of course, like we talked about, Laporta just being a factor now and, and getting all of those targets last week, eight receptions, that – that cuts into your lead wide receivers uh, total altogether. So do I think he's going to get eight again this week? Probably not. But again, the yardage, I think will be there for Laporta. Maybe seven catches for for the 80 yards that we have. Um, although for uh, for Justin in here in the chat, he hopes this game ends in a tie. He says, sincerely, a, a sad bear get fan. Justin out of here. Uh, <laughs> oh, he wants to. Oh, he wants he's, to oh I can't. I can't. I can't relate to Justin because see, my Texans have a win. The Niners are undefeated. Uh, Chris's Commanders have two wins on the season. I, I don't know what he's talking about over there. Um, <laughs> um, Rod, uh, you already gave out three, or uh, you should have one more to give out. I gave out three. That was my yeah. My my best bet was the Laporta right. Musgrave. All right, so I am going to um, take a page out of Rod's book here. And I'm going to go with the kicker prop here in this game. Um, I'm going to take Anders Carlson, the kicker for the Packers, uh, to go over five and a half uh, uh, total points here. You take a look at the three kickers that have gone up against this uh, Lions defense 
all three of those kickers have gone over this projection uh, as well. Um, but I, I think more so what, what kind of uh, led me to this prop is that, number one, <clears throat> you'd only need two field goals um, by uh, Carlson to get over this number of five and a half. Uh, on the season, he's a perfect three of three uh, from uh, the uh, sorry field goal range, and he has a total of 18 points, and he's gone over this projection in two out of three games. Last week, um, it was a lower-scoring game against the Saints where he only got four total points, but week one against the uh, Chicago Bears, eight points, and then a week two against the Atlanta Falcons, six points. And I think that if – I think we all do believe that the Packers offense will have some success in this game against the Lions defense – so all I think I'm really asking for here is either two field goals or uh, two, you know, two extra points and two field goals, something in that neighborhood. I do think that the Packers will get into the realm of three touchdowns in this game. So three extra points and one field goal, any type of that combination, I think gets it done. But also I've noticed is that Mac Lafleur is he's going to take the points when they're available for him when they, when he gets into field goal range, right? He's not going to push the envelope and try to go for it on those fourth and threes or fourth and fours unless it's you know. It's a must-go situation. Um, so I'm comfortable here with the five-and-a-half points here. Even if it's at six-and-a-half, I still like it to go over in this game. I think the Packers' offense will have success. I think they'll be able to put up points in this game. So I'm going to go with Anders uh, Carlson over five-and-a-half or six-and-a-half points here uh, for the Green Bay Packers in this game here. Um, let's get over to touchdown props here uh anytime touchdown or first touchdown prop bets uh rod why don't you lead us off my friend so obviously this one hinges on whether or not he will play this game but if aaron jones does get into this game um i like actually uh, the first green bay touchdown uh, i don't want to mess with his anytime number or even uh first score of the game i think it's pretty safe to assume that if aaron jones is back they're going to want to get him into the end zone first and foremost uh that's a plus 310 so three to one for him to get the first Green Bay touchdown of the game, I think is a much safer uh, proposition than trying to, to see whether or not he gets the first touchdown of the game. Um, I know that as DJs love at the SGPN, these first touchdown bets, but I, I like to take a little more of a conservative approach and, uh, and just at least call it the way I think it's going to go. Again, it's just a matter of, of Green Bay wanting to get their most ex explosive weapons going early. And when it gets around the, the goal line, Aaron Jones is the hammer and he's been there back for a very long time now. So for him to get the first Green Bay TD at plus 310, give me that one. All right. Uh, Chris, touchdown props in this game. I like uh, I like Laporta. We I know we kind of just talked about him already, but the guy is seeing, you know, all of these targets. We, we didn't talk. We didn't go through and like list those numbers out, but. You know, just to kind of give the audience some some details, this guy is actually second in the NFL right now in receptions for tight ends at 18, tied with uh, Evan Ingram. And only TJ Hawkinson, who we was on in uh, in last, last week, has more receptions than him right now. You go through and look at his yards. Uh, he's actually first, which is crazy. I don't, I don't think we had that one on our bingo card. Uh, but Sam Laporte is actually first in yards, 186. And for me, it's more so about, I mean, all of those things are cute, but it's, it's about the targets, right? And he is second in targets with 22. So yeah. if I can get someone that I know is, you know, has the quarterback's attention uh, and I can get it at at the pri at this price, I feel like I have to. Uh, PointsBet actually has this right now at uh, at 260 
So, yeah, plus 260 for, for Laporta just to get in the end zone one time. I absolutely love it. I'll be putting a little sprinkle on that. I want to say uh, Sam Laporta is the only skill position player for the Lions that has a red zone target in every single game uh, this season um, for the Lions. So I think that that works in your favor there as well. I mean, I already mentioned that I did like uh, Luke Musgrave. Oh, sorry, uh, Sam Laporta to find the end zone as well. So I'm with you on that there. Um, also going at Luke Musgrave, I, I think, and I think we're all high on the uh, tight ends this week. Uh, his number is at plus 285 uh, for him to find the end zone here. I like that number. Uh, and then also give out Jaden Reed uh, of the Packers 4-1 to one for him to find the end zone. I think that he's been a great target as well for this Green Bay Packers offense um, when it comes to the red zone or just getting down the field and trying to you know get those plays over the top of the defense. And I think that Jordan Love should be able to do that, especially against his line set. Secondary, so I will definitely um, uh, be on this uh, on Luke Musgrave um, with you on Sam Laporte, and I'll give out uh, Jaden uh, Reed there as well for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, last order of business here. Let's get into our best bets for Thursday night football. Uh, Chris, why don't you leave us off with your best bet? What do you got? Jordan Love, I like him in this spot. I actually love him in this spot. Not not a not a like a love uh, uh, over. It's 32 and a half uh, pass attempts. Like I said, I, from game script perspective, it just feels like he's going to have to pass the ball. If they get Christian Watson back, that's even more of a reason they'll pass the ball. And I don't think that, you know, I, I could be wrong, but I don't think that Aaron Jones is going to play in this game. I think that Aaron Jones will play in this game. I think that they'll uh, they'll be conservative with him, understanding that it's still early in the season. And they we talked about it at the beginning of the, at the, at the pot. They already had two wins, right? So, of course, this is a big game. It's a divisional game, and you want to win those games. But – um, I don't ne- think you necessarily want to uh, – we know hamstring injuries. Like, let's talk about the injury. We know hamstring injuries are are really important and um, can linger. They can they can kind of take a while to, to recover from. So I think the, the, the longer he gets to rest, the more time, uh, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll feel better soon. And the other thing is with him, with this being a Thursday game, they get ample time to rest because they won't play again, of course, until next Sunday. So – I, I think there's the opportunity for Andrews not to play. And if he doesn't play, Jordan Love will definitely be having to sling that thing around. So give me Jordan Love over his 32 and a half pass attempts. You know, if that's my favorite, uh, my best bet. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Again, again, I'm really low on this Lions defense. I think last week was anomaly with uh, Desmond Ritter being on the road. Uh, but I think, you know, with uh, Jordan Love, who's been in the league and was able to learn uh, from uh, Aaron Rodgers for all the seasons that he was behind him. I think that uh, Matt LaFleur will put a game plan together to throw the football and find some success, uh, you know, uh, picking apart the secondary for this uh, Lions team. Uh, for my best bet, I'm going to go I'm gonna go Luke Musgrave, man. I'm really high on this week. I think we've got to continue fading uh, the Lions defense against the tight end position. We talked about the numbers that they have given up to the tight end position in the first three weeks. I think that's going to continue. I think Musgrave is finding his his um, his way uh, and his flow on this offense for the Packers. I think that Jordan Love will be able to find him in this game. So uh, 36 and a half, I think that number is a little conservative here. So give me the over 36 and a half um, receiving yards for Luke Musgrave as my best bet. Uh, Rod, uh, you mentioned your best bet was going to be the tight end combo, correct? Yes, sir. I'm going to take both of those guys to get at least 125 yards, Laporta and Musgrave. And uh, yeah, I mean, at least 125. That's all you need to get. If it gets more, doesn't matter. You hit 125, you still cash. So a plus 225, I like it because there's no hook. 
Yeah, definitely. It's going to be, I think, a, a solid week for the both of the tight ends. Uh, I think we all love the tight ends this week for this matchup, at least, between the Lions and the Packers. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the PropCast. Uh, Lions, Packers, NFC North battle on Thursday night football. Uh, Rod, anything else you want to mention before? No, sir. Just find me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Link in the bottom. Everything I got going on here. NASCAR gambling podcast, F1 gambling podcast. It's all there. Sportsbook review. I give out more props on Sportsbook review every Thursday night, every Sunday night, and every Monday night. So uh, make sure you're checking those out as well. Yes, sir. Chris, anything else, my man? No, just follow my work. Uh, everything is over on X Twitter at Crispy Capping Two P's Two Ends. Pleasure doing a show with you guys as always. Hopefully we get some cash for the people. And then, we, of course, we'll be back uh, to break down the weekend as well. So best of luck to everybody. Yeah, hopefully it's another good. Uh, yeah, hopefully it's a good another Thursday for us. I know we've been doing pretty well on the Thursday games after our, our week one. Uh, uh, oh, for nine that we had. But I think we bounced back very nicely in the last two weeks or so. Hopefully we can get that. Uh, going on this Thursday night football. And like Chris mentioned, we'll be back, of course, later this week uh, to do our weekend player props for the Sunday game. So definitely look out for us then. Uh, like I mentioned, you can uh, follow Rod on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Make sure to follow Chris on Twitter as well at Chris B. Cappen with two P's and two N's. You can follow me on Twitter at SportsDirt824. Uh, till then, good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride.